Nice. Am I allowed to cuss? <laughs> um, I'd want to say no, but it doesn't really matter. Okay, I'll be careful. Yeah, just be careful because I, like in the settings, I can set it as like a yes, explicit, no, explicit, and then like no, not explicit, like clean. Mm-hmm. So I just put it at no. So I'm guessing that kind of just means. Well, you like, can change each episode. It tiptoes the line. Yeah, I'm assuming. Um. So yeah, just don't be like. No, no, no! I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna do that stream oh. of consciousness of cussing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay. Um. You good? You good? All right. I just want something to be able to stick my drink on so it doesn't. Yeah. Destroy the table. No, oh, it doesn't. Yeah. You keep hearing you it. it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not carrying something. Kong, Kong, like God damn it! What the fuck is he beating on <laughs> in there? <laughs> He's kicking sit, that kid's ass. Just the sitting fuck? here halfway through the podcast. Dink. Oh, <laughs> frick. Anyway, um, this is the My Mom Thinks I'm Cute podcast, making the uncommon common. Here with uh, me, Noah, the host of this phenomenal podcast, and then also my dad is also here for uh, this one as well. If he wants to say something odd, here's your here's your yeah, opening, yeah. here's your opening for that. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, this whole entire podcast is basically just going to be kind of the intro podcast. Uh, a little late on that one with already releasing one, but kind of an intro to the whole idea behind this podcast. And then also kind of the idea behind the uh, the phenomenal name of the My Mom Thinks I'm Cute podcast project. Credit goes to the the one sitting right in front of me for that one, the good old pops, for coming up with that. Um, yeah, so grand scheme, the idea for this podcast is I want to have people on here and kind of have good conversations slash dialogue. Uh, get people to tell their stories about their past, things that they've been through, and then also just have good, fun, lighthearted I guess banter between certain people and just have a good time while just sitting around and just chatting and kind of getting conversations that I'm able to have outside of the podcast booth, uh, inside the podcast booth and kind of just get going. I say podcast booth, but this is literally a guest bedroom. <laughs> That's mad funny. Um, also, you can feel free to talk. Like, you don't well, have to just well, be just, quiet. Like, I, was, well, I got introduced and stuff. I was just curious as to when I should speak. I don't yeah, want to talk over you. Feel free to just And it's a great third bedroom. Full of junk and speakers and a laptop. So yeah, it's so podcast it, studio. Hey, it works. It works great. Hey, and humble then, beginnings, brother. Humble beginnings. Yeah, nice place to start. And I think uh, oh, to go back to kind of how the podcast. So there's obviously like two on two or multiple people in the room discussions. And then when it comes to just solo by myself, I think it's just gonna be kind of like a thought dump where I just go over whatever ideas I'm having and kind of just hit home with whatever rant I have because. Literally, I ranted about guy and girl relationships uh, yesterday, and then I literally went back to campus, went to play basketball, and then watched exactly what I talked about, literally just unfold. And, like, there's, I think, 12 of us. We went to go play basketball, like, Mm -hmm. six on six. And uh, we get there, and Layton, I shouldn't even say names, but my guy puts it in the group chat. You're going to have to delete it. Yeah, it's fine. My guy puts it in the group chat, and uh, he says, who wants to go play basketball? And some girls hit him up, and every guy that we talked to afterwards was, like, really surprised that girls were ready to play basketball. But anyway, girls decide to play, and then not a lot of guys hit up in the group chat, but apparently, like, a ton of us went to go play. So we start go leave, and we get there. <laughs> and there's, like, six of us, right? We're trying to, like, play teams, but they're trying to make it four on four, mm-hmm. which means, like, four of us are going to have to sit out while we play. And half of us were really like, this is really dumb. And then it was being kind of like a testosterone contest of like, 
who could uh who could show for the girls, and then of half course. of us wouldn't play on the other side of the court. You're 19, 20 year olds. Of course, it's gonna be a testosterone dump. It's gonna be a bunch of aggro bull. Yeah, it's mad funny. Yeah, but I know it's mad funny, but it's to be expected. Yeah, that's very true. I mean, I wouldn't expect anything less from your group of friends. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> they are the outliers. I have oh, like I have like an inner circle, oh. and those are my boys. I know your tribe. There's the your outside tribe, circle. Your tribe versus guys. your friends. I yeah, got yeah, that. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. you know how I believe about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your close people versus the people you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, and if you don't understand what I'm talking about, feel free to check out the guys and girls episode of this podcast that came out yesterday. <laughs> Uh, the first of September. Yeah, the previous episode, you should say. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know, just self-promoting, I guess. Self-promoting. And with that, you can also find this podcast only on iTunes. As of right now, is where we're gonna be at. Uh, no Spotify. If I get the chance, I'm gonna try and spread out. But until I do, I'm not gonna say it's anywhere else. Okay, fair yeah, enough. So it's yeah. we're on iTunes right now. There is a YouTube channel. Haven't done anything with that yet, so uh, don't bother right now. Well, you can. You should start vlogging on it. Just yeah, a oh, I need to, but I need to figure out a better setup for that. And five minute clips. You don't have to do it from the studio. You could do it from true. anywhere. Very Just, true. Like the guys and girls episode, you could have done a, a close video of the people in the court and been like, "Hey." Nah, I couldn't. No, that would have been so rough. <laughs> that would have been so rough. Well, you have to go with the editing Mad software. Call out. <laughs> Mad call-outs. Uh, there's also an Instagram uh, that my mom thinks I'm cute. Podcast Instagram. If you guys want to follow that as well, and. I'm planning on just posting updates whenever I release a podcast, and then I guess kind of behind the scene pictures of what's going on. With that being said, I'm actually gonna go ahead and do one of those right now. Say something uh, while I'm doing this. Say something. Why are you doing? Oh, okay. I see what you're doing. Making a post for your my mom thinks I'm cute podcast. About time you do that. Yeah, take a picture of the wall. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shut up. Anyway, <laughs> Look at that face on me. I know you. Uh, we both make goofy faces. You are All my right. son. All right. Yeah. Well. So, so if you want to see that, what what goofiness just happened, just go to the Instagram. No need to. Okay. Hold on. Let's. Well, you can talk about the incarnations of the name and what you started off with, what you wanted to call it, and what was your inspiration so why for the podcast. The, why? Why is the My Mom Thinks I'm Cute podcast called the well, My Mom Thinks I'm Cute? Start from your inspiration. Podcast? Why did you want to start a podcast? Why do I want to start a podcast? What podcast did you listen to that inspired you? So, what podcast did I listen to that inspired me? I'm getting interviewed. I like this. I like this a lot. Ooh, I'm in the hot seat. I already know the answers, but yeah. it's good for the people to find out. So, I listen to a lot of comedy. I kind of get that from, you know, the man standing in front of me. She is. <laughs> uh, so, I honestly listen to a lot of Bill Burr. There's Joe Rogan. And then there's also the uh, Brilliant Idiots. And those three were the biggest ones. I like Bill Burr and his sense of comedy. And so, kind of got pulled into his podcast. And those are just interesting, and I like the fact that he kind of goes in solo, and then sometimes gets his uh, wifey on there. And I think it's just a very like funny dynamic, and I think it's interesting how his dialogue can kind of carry, like very much a so. big wide majority audience of his range. Po- yeah, but majority of his podcasts are solo podcasts, which are awesome. Yeah, and I just think basically stream of consciousness. I think that's really really cool. The funniest well. thing, if you watch his, listen to his podcast, or. You come to find out that uh, a lot of his podcast translates into his uh, comedy. And you'll see a lot of it on his comedy, which is really fascinating because it's like an inside joke. It's yeah. like uh, your mom's house podcast. It's like there's subtle things they do, like at the end of his Netflix special, Tom Segura drinks a bottle of water because yeah. he's a water champ. Yeah. But it's a podcast reference and a lot of people didn't get it. But, you know, things like so that. Stuff so. like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we have Joe Rogan, who's obviously the... Uh... The podcast, I guess, champion right the now. The podfather, yes. He's holding, he's holding the belt. Yeah. Uh, just interesting getting to see him have dialogues and 
with Honestly, people he agrees with and disagrees with. Yeah, just and all over the spectrum. Is like the majority of his content you can really just learn from. Mm-hmm. A, a lot of it, a lot of it, a lot of his teaching. Some of it's comedy and nonsense, but a lot of it's very good teaching tools. You learn a lot from them. Yeah, and I think that was like really interesting too to kind of get a perspective of like having just long dialogue with somebody mm-hmm. that actually has benefit not only to yourself but to a wide audience. Yeah, exactly. Really cool. And then also we have the brilliant idiots, <laughs> uh, Charlamagne the God and Andrew Schultz, two amazingly funny guys. Uh, I'm obviously not. I'm, this is a second podcast, so I'm not getting like sponsored <laughs> by anybody. But if you get a chance, definitely listen to the brilliant idiots. Those yes. two are, and then flagrant two is also Andrew Schultz. Uh, both of which are hilarious. And He's also a hilarious comedian too, Andrew. Yeah, Andrew Schultz definitely, definitely yeah. top five. If you can go to his YouTube channel, watch views from the assist. They're pretty oh, awesome. Pretty solid. I pretty will solid. say though, if if you're not, if you're one of the faint of heart, it may not be for you. If you're easily offended, if you were offended <laughs> by Dave Chappelle's last special, I will retort that statement and say, do not. I repeat, do not watch Andrew Schultz. And also, if you have no idea what we're talking about. Eh, look into it. <laughs> yeah. Figure, figure, figure yourself out. If you're out. on podcast with this, <laughs> you, you, can go, you can Google it. You can Google it. Not a big deal. Yeah. But other than that, okay, got the name for the podcast. Well, that's not even, that's just how we got to. Well, I'm just saying, podcast. I mean, you got to, that's your idea. Oh, on, that was on. your inspiration. Yeah. My inspiration was a nice platform. Uh, if you ask a lot of people, I'm really, I talk a lot and I, I'm good at listening, but I also like, I do like talking and I realize that. Having this setting where I can kind of talk, share my ideas, and have people who are interested come in, like it's other, like they choose. You guys choose to come listen to this, mm-hmm. and so I'm gaining an audience of people who actually like want to listen to what I say. Not that I have anything important to say, just you know, spewing nonsense, and hopefully some of it helps. You know, it's important to me. So hey, would you look at that? I got one. <laughs> That's all you got to start so, with. Yeah, and I think the idea of being able to provide something to other people is really cool. And especially with just like, this is obviously, we started this project and then there was a six month plus hiatus. Uh, now we're, we're back at it a little bit more, uh, a little bit more production is going into this one. Yeah. So yeah. I think this is really cool. New little heart found of just kind of, I want to help people. And so with this podcast, whatever I can do to kind of just get my ideas off my chest and then talk to other people and show people that there's a lot more going on than not. It'd yeah. be really cool because a lot of people end up just solely thinking about themselves. Mm-hmm. But if we can kind of change that aspect and get everyone to kind of think, hey, maybe I can widen my perspective, that'd be yeah. really cool. Think of how other people feel versus just how you feel. Yeah. And I think in general, that's just like a, a, a more wholesome way to go about things, right? Like if I'm thinking more about like the whole outlook instead of just my like inside, mm-hmm. then even like my everyday interactions will just be like bad. Well, that helps with. You're inside looking at people, things from other people's perspective yeah. because then you get a view on yourself and how you see things. Because sometimes you have a, a not so clear view of yourself. You try your best to be your best, but sometimes your best is shown to you by other people. Mm-hmm. How they act and how they respond to you or how you respond to them. Uh, choosing to get angry or something you can't control, which I'm a big... <laughs> I'm so against that. If I can't control it, why am I so mad at it? I never understood that. That's probably why you grew up not being so angry at the world, so to speak. Because I never, if there's something broke in the house, it was an accident. The first thing I always said to you was what? Did you do it? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Wow. Gonna drive that bus, huh? It'll be all over. My man says, uh, did you do it? And then, uh, no. I know you did it. 
Yeah, I did it. That's not but what you, why, why would you lie? It's not that big of a deal. <laughs> it's not that big oh, of a deal, Noah. Now you're bull, in trouble for lying. Bull, <laughs> okay, <bull>. go for <laughs> Okay. Now tell the truth. Okay, so everybody's thinking, tell the truth. I'm, I'm a chunky and just beating on you and stuff. Uh, No, you're not. Like, you know, beat on me. It was just funny. It'd be like, okay, did you li- why'd you lie? Now I'm in trouble for lying. But you didn't care. You never cared about anything breaking. Like, the That's thing my is, point. like, you never. It never was important. The first thing I was asked you, are you hurt? Are you okay? Yeah, yeah. And the second thing I was like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, he's right. He's right. I'll give him okay, the credit the, on that yeah, one. Okay. I'll give him the credit on that one. He would oh, ask if I'm yeah, okay. Yeah. And oh, no. stabbing me with the broken bolt. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but it was a big thing to me growing up with you because literally we grew up together. For sure. Because I'm only 21 years older than my son. Mm-hmm. So he'll be 20 He's in one whole adult so. older than me. Oh, wow. <laughs> but it was a big deal for me to not lie to him. So I was always honest with him. And if I was wrong, if I said, hey, you did something, then came back later and said, oh, you didn't do it, I'd apologize. I wouldn't be the big adult that's, I'm always right, you're always wrong. I was wrong a lot in Noah's eyes and he saw that. And I honestly, like, think parental-wise, that helps just develop a good sense of character in, in me. Not it's like, I can't really be the judge of myself, but I'll go off based on what other people have said. It's really interesting to see how I interact with people and then how they respond. And then, like, having this sense of honesty. And even when I'm being, like, quote-unquote mean, like, the truth is, hurts. Like, the truth isn't always going to be, like, nice and soft. And the fact that I'm willing to give the truth even when it does hurt, I feel like a lot of people respect that. Even if it does hurt them, like, if they're doing something dumb... I'm not going to be willing to sit there and just let it happen. I will You'll make fun of them. them. You'll I, correct them. I'll correct them, but I try and do it in the, yeah, in my the, best, in the best way. way. Yeah, 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 I got it. To yeah. make sure no one's just like, he thinks he's better than me. Like, no, no, no. Like, you're being an idiot. Like, come on. Come on now, guys. Yeah, no, 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 like, come no, on. Don't so, I will say, like, when it comes to how, like, that perspective as well, it makes it really easy for me to say I'm wrong. Yeah. And, like, it helps, like, keep ego in check. Because, like, a lot of times people, especially guys, will let their ego kind of run them. Not just guys, women too, especially in this generation. It's keeping your ego in check, period, because we're in a culture right now where it's me first and everything I want to do and it's what I do is important and what I feel is important. And then you can yell into an echo chamber of people that can hear you and be like, oh, confirmation bias. Yes, I am right. You're wrong. Yeah. I smell good. You stink. I mean, yeah, yeah. that's the way people are looking at it in life. So I, don't, I wouldn't just say it just on guys. I would say it the over the overrun of an ego can run between yeah. guys and girls. I think I think also that kind of highlights an issue too is like we deem certain issues based on like gender. Yeah, gender. Mm-hmm. And obviously whatever you believe you believe, but gender-wise like we'll just say here we believe in two. <laughs> well, not necessarily. I believe, okay. And I won't cut you off, but yeah, yes, yeah, there good. are two genders. Yeah, yeah. Two baseline genders. Not not scientifically, not oh, anything, because science is always wrong. No, I'm bullshitting. No, there's two genders. Yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, oh I mean, boy. XX and XY. Yeah, yeah. Now there's multiple identities. Mm-hmm. Those I respect. If you want to be a guy and want to be called a, born a guy no, look, you and think. call a girl, I don't mind it. I will call you whatever you want to be called. People We've think. had friends who had kids that identified as a boy when they were girls and we had no problem calling him him it's not an issue with that yeah. but it's in, but we're de- deviating off the subject yeah yeah yeah. let's just right. let's hop back let's hop back on the train yeah um where were we i have no idea because transgender stuff always throws me it's so weird um uh oh so ego 
Um, I think the biggest thing there is just like being being attentive to both sides of the story. Yeah. Uh, oh ego, yeah. Guys and girls and the yeah. issue with ego. And, yeah. Okay. I think ego check like both guys and girls need to be careful with ego because a lot of times they let that run their life. Mm-hmm. And like the biggest thing is ego really gets you nowhere with nobody. Yeah. With yourself, you feel pretty good about it. Yeah, but like, as much as you you can be happy about yourself when you have nobody else, like. There really isn't much for you to, you know. Well, you got to learn to be happy with yourself first before you can be happy with anybody else. Remember you said 90-10. You're only going to be a 90% person before you try to get into a serious relationship. Yeah, but I think that 90% can't just fully be just ego. Like, Well, you can believe. I guess. but that's... Anybody who thinks rationally about themselves, which most people with high, high egos and love to have their ego stroke. Yeah. I hate having my ego stroke. It's weird. It's nice. It, yeah. It's Especially when it comes out of left field, like somebody looking at you Left field's better than, yeah, 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 like, yeah. Then, like, then you know it's A blatant ego sure. stroke. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. So, man, but I'm just learning. I'm still learning too. Noah says 90%. I'm at 80. I'm trying. Yeah, and like, like I think the thing is like even if you're striving towards that 90, that's what like that's important. That's what like, I'm you, trying. You should, that continue with growth. Cause like when you're stuck at that like 50, and then you're like hunting, it's just never good. I think we're deviating though. Way let's deviating. Try. But yeah, really, let's try. We're, we're back back to the early let's, discussion. Uh, the why idea. is the name of the podcast? Yeah, the name of the podcast the is. Uh, by the way, this is why I love having my dad on here because <laughs> we'll literally just go on tirades about random stuff, and we do this. And I think the funny thing is we've done this for years. Yes, since you were we like just, 12. And like we could have. We could have been podcasting since then. And I think it's going to be interesting, like, just this dialogue between uh, father and son. But to get back to why the name of the podcast is the My Mom Thinks I'm Cute podcast, uh, it it's kind of has an ironic uh, tinge to it for everyone in this household. Not which, really. You can't laugh. What was the first, was the, was the first name of the podcast going to be? Oh, I don't remember. What was it? Dutiful Geniuses or something like that? No, or? no, no. It was... Uh, Oh, stupid genius. Stupid genius. Or stupid yeah. smart. Yeah, yeah stupid yeah, smart. Yeah. But that's already taken. Which is basically like, like I listen to way too much brilliant idiots, and I kind of wanted a similar idea of just like you wanted to emulate your hero. Yeah. Well, also just the idea of like we really have no idea what we're talking about, but oh, we're, God, just, yeah. we're just talking about stuff. Mm-hmm. And I wanted the idea of like you shouldn't come here expecting to like get like you know the golden truths and like the rules to follow, but just here to like hear ideas and just two or three people or myself just goofing off trying to talk about like whatever's the, on the brain yeah and then honestly having a community that can kind of like dialogue and shoot back and be like this actually helped this actually doesn't like what's really funny still diverting off the main topic is the other day like i try and like give my friends like nuggets of wisdom or uh, whatever i've learned with my life through my experiences and like having like people come back and be like noah you're right <laughs> My friend Ethan came to me yesterday and goes, "You're right about everything." I can I can say his name because it's not we're not talking negatively. Ethan's okay. Ethan's an amazing guy, and he was like, he, "I just helped him out with a situation with a girl," and he was like, "You're right about everything," and I think it was really funny. Um, well, you know me, I can't bring up names. Cause my life's an utter shit show. Yeah, you can't. You can't no, do that. No. Yeah, you if you say names, you're <laughs> you're making a mistake. I'll get ostracized. Yeah, yeah, that'd be bad because they also listen. <laughs> like, they also, <laughs> yes, they'll yes, hear this. Yes. So uh, that's that's what's gonna be rough. Um, so. <laughs> Again, back to the main back topic. to the main topic. Jesus uh, Christ, no, Captain so, Deviate. Hey, this is fun. Um, my mom thinks I'm cute. Uh, sitting on the couch, me and my dad having another one of our wild conversations, and comes down to the idea of just what what should the name really be? And we're shooting back and forth. I'm hitting with just stupid ideas, like just trying to figure out something, something interesting, something dynamic, I guess. And uh, it's funny because like the situation, like my parents are divorced. My mom is. 
wild, to say the least. No, she is. She is. Dad, okay, hold on. We're deviating again. I don't even care. Look at this. (laughs) She yells at me today because I get a text from Jenny. Don't know who Jenny is. And then it's also with my mom. Hey, I have a pack. Yeah, it was a group text. I have a package for you out in Montview. I didn't even, I saw a text, saw a group chat, didn't know anyone about it, so I didn't even look at it. Montview where? North Carolina? Yeah, no, no, Montview is like part of the campus. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, it's like these steps. Okay. I just don't pay attention to it. I have like class, homework, and stuff I'm doing. Me and my friends are going to get food. Going to get food, then we're going to do some homework because we have to help my boy print off some stuff for his uh, graphic design class. Great. Awesome. Totally fun. We're in the C lab, just going away, and I just start getting yelled at by her. And like, you take responsibility and ownership of the situation. And I'm just like... Hold on, hold on. I don't know what the situation is. You're literally telling me to take ownership of a situation I have no idea or context for what is. And I just started getting like slammed by her. And I was just, I, oh, literally we're sitting in the C-Lab. I'm going off with my friend in front of me. There's two girls behind me. And one of the girls leans over and goes, he must be really mad. <laughs> and goes, my boy goes, and <laughs> just starts shaking his head. It was mad funny. But um, yeah. But what so, was the package? What was cookies. So she mailed you cookies or... Apparently there's this lady, awesome lady, she seemed nice, had a bunch of boxes. Apparently parents can order cookies or whatever goodies. okay. Well, you're wrong. Plugged in. Yeah, yeah, whatever. I don't know. All I know is I got cookies. Cookies were fantastic. Thank you for the cookies, mom. Also, next time, let's just lay up. Lay up the the cookies. Don't try and slam dunk it in my throat and I have to deal with a broken ankle for the next, like, six months of... (laughs) Ah, dude, I was I was livid. Anyway, what, so my mom's uh, pause. That just helps to explain. My mom's okay, a little okay. out there. My little out there, right? Okay. And so it's funny. I'm because... not co-signing on that. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm just okay. saying. Okay, don't co-sign on that. That's I'm just fine. Saying. Your relationship. I already have the paperwork. <laughs> don't worry about it, brother. <laughs> don't need to co-sign anything. As do I. As do I. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, I went through courts. How about yours? <laughs> How about yours? Daddy. <laughs> but no. Um, so it's it's ironic because of the situation. Uh, obviously, yes, I do love my mom. I don't want to make anyone seem that I don't, but she she is a little out there at times. And what's funny about that is, like socially, the dynamic is usually like you have that nice, loving, nurturing mother. And so the the my mom thinks I'm cute kind of goes into play of just like it's that like nice, funny tinge to it. But once you get to know the podcast and you like understand, like it's really just kind of like a like a staple. Like, at the end of the day, there's always, like, that one person that you know in your life, like, has got you. And even if you don't, there is somebody out there mm-hmm. uh, that will, like, you can't attach yourself to and, like, realize is, like, helpful in a sense. And, like, the whole my mom thinks I'm cute, like, even if you're ugly, like, someone out there thinks you're cute. Exactly. Like, someone. Like, yeah, somebody out there. Like, I don't, I don't really care. Like, someone out there does. And it's funny because, like, in the situation with my mom, and it's funny bringing her like, having, like, trying to ostracize her for the past few years and then, like, kind of mending that relationship, then in, like, the biggest project that I'm actually trying to work on, bringing, like, her into it, I mm-hmm. think is also very funny. And I think the name can kind of just stick with people, too. Like, the my mom thinks I'm cute, like, you can get behind that. Yeah. Have all my little cuties running around and talk about the <laughs> podcast. Yeah, that's fun. That'd I'm the one wrong. who gave it the name, though, right? Yeah, I will say. Exactly. I'll give 100% credit to... Uh, the man, the myth, the legend in front of me, uh, given the name, the My Mom Thinks I'm Cute podcast. Oh, Jesus Christ, kid. Top churching me up. I ain't that great. Ah, you're pretty awesome. I'm, I, I'm a decent person, I think. Oh, boy. Well, that's rough. Well, shut looking at your phone. Hey, I'm sorry. Hey, hey, hey. You're hey, talking hey, to me. Hey, hey, hey. 
Yeah, my bad. <laughs> um, no, and so that's kind of the idea of the My Mom Thinks I'm Cute podcast is the name is like kind of like, it's almost like a front where it's like, hey, the My Mom Thinks I'm Cute podcast. But your mom does think you're cute. Yeah, uh, of course. And yeah. like, it, but it's, it's like, a, it's truth, but like also a front where it's like you come in and you expect something. And, like, that's what you get, but there's also so much more that goes well, with that. your mom thinks you're cute, but will she ever be on your podcast? Uh, I mean, one day, I kind of yeah. I kind of want yeah, that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I want that to happen. Like, yeah. I want I want that dialogue. But I also, yeah, I'm scared of that one. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a shit show. Uh, utter. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Well, if you come at her like Yo, you... if I can play my cards right, we'll be Gucci, but, you know... I know, but I know how you get... I'm not she... as good with cards as I used to be. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> You know how you get in certain situations, yeah. especially dealing with her. Not look. Okay, here's what sucks: is when it goes when something goes south. You know what? I choose to ride the wave, and I go further down uh, south. I know, I know. I ride the the storm. Jesus, kid. Hey, you will fight a useless battle just Yo, for the principle of it, just for the fun of it. Just, just with her. Most yeah, people, you yeah, let yeah, it go. Yeah, yeah. But with your mom, you. I'm, most people, most people, honestly, look. You just spot her ass down a well. Hey, no, unfair. whoa, whoa! I would never. <laughs> I would never. No, conversationally, you do that. I would never. Never. Okay. okay <laughs> I would never. Me. Okay. But that's kind of the the idea behind the podcast is there's layers. Yes. To everything, even the name. Mm-hmm. And even though the first layer is true, there's layers that continue on that will also be true. So the my mom thinks I'm cute podcast, you know, we're about we're about spreading the uh, the cuteness, the idea of the. Uh, You're only cute one on this podcast, buddy. I don't know about that. I'm funny looking. All right, well. Little kids cry when they see me. Hey, my mom thinks I'm cute. Your mom thinks you're cute. We're balling. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> we're enough. we're in here. Yeah. We fit that category. <laughs> Your grandma thinks I'm cute. <laughs> Fair, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and like with that being said, like if you're listening in enjoying this like it's just gonna basically be this and you heard the first one as well you'll be getting that too like you'll be getting a little bit of everything and like i said earlier we really don't know what we're talking about we're just in here nope having a good time and what we say and here's the other thing too do we think our opinions are pretty good i I, I like my opinions opinions. they're mine you know i appreciate that hey but you know what if you don't agree feel free to not agree and just if you want to yell at me go ahead Please I'd do. love I'd love to have a useless conversation with you as well. <laughs> of why I'm right and you're wrong. Hey, look, and if I find out I'm wrong, next podcast I'll come in with your name. I'll slap it on the podcast. Like uh, XX Falcon Boy uh, XX <laughs> said that uh, I'm wrong and he was right. I am wrong about <laughs> X Y and Z. Um, yeah, and I think it's gonna be interesting seeing who follows along and kind of where this goes. Yeah. It might get more uh, solid as we go on. Obviously, this is second, technically third episode ever, and it'll get better as we go. Hopefully. Yeah, I mean, I think it'll get better. We, I mean, it's a learning thing. It's a learning yeah, curve. We I got mean, a curve. We got a. It's like bowling. Yeah, I've been uh, bowling way too much recently. Yeah, way too much. Yo, my mm. wrist is killing me right now. <laughs> I can't lift from a bowling. Thing. I've Yo, been... Look, so you know, like bowling. You have your hand, and then you like you like just tilting your fingers towards the inside of your body. Yeah. Like if you hold a bowling ball. Yeah. This utterly kills my hand. This motion right here, right there, underneath my thumb, well, maybe, is on five. Maybe you shouldn't do it. I mean, oh uh, yeah, I, so I, I'm not I, bowling I, today. I, I, I was I was gonna go today. I was I, gonna go bowling today. My wrist hurts. Yeah, yeah, that's how it works. Yeah, I'm yeah, a yeah. pussy. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> you're not willing to put in that hard work. Yeah, put in hard fight work. Fight through the pain. Fight through the pain. Fight through the pain, I, I come man. back, my whole arm's gone. Uh, like, like, oh, yeah. I can bolt. I bolt a 300 dad. <laughs> Are you proud? <laughs> That's my boy. That's my, That's my boy. boy. Now, where's your arm, dog? <laughs> One arm. Slinging it. Oh, man. Uh... No, like that's that is the podcast. This is the podcast. That's what's gonna be in general, and I'll yeah. be. You better be popping in periodically. Yeah, I'll be popping in periodically. It's in my freaking house. Yeah, I would have popped it's, into it's, the other one the other in day. My house. Oh, yeah. oh, 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 oh. Was here the whole entire time yesterday. Didn't decide to show up. <laughs> but it's my house. <laughs> I had things to do, like sit on the couch and watch yeah. anime. Yeah, that's what li- I did. If they listen hard enough, they can hear you doing dishes. So yeah, had so much to do. <laughs> The house don't clean itself. I guess so. Ain't like I gotta. Ain't like I'm married. (laughs) (laughs) And throwback. Ain't like I got a girlfriend that comes over and helps me clean. Uh, Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Funny. Yeah, yeah, you cut that out. Funny. Um, No, but let's uh, let's bring it back to something that is digestible for the people. Okay. For the last uh, shoot, buddy. What do you want to talk about? Uh, Let's see. I'm not really sure. I think we could go on though about uh, about this podcast a little bit and see see what we can delve into about it. Because I think the let's idea... talk about the last episode. I didn't finish listening to the entire thing about halfway through, but as far okay, as so guys and girls, and... little little bonus, little plus action to yeah. uh, the first one. Okay, yeah, let's go on to that because I, I found it very interesting what you were saying. Just the dynamics between guys and girls, especially in your age group. But mm-hmm. to be fair, you're also in a restrictive college environment, Very true. a Christian college environment. Very so, true. and you also went through all four year, all twelve years, I should say, thirteen technically, because you went to preschool there, of a private Christian school, mm-hmm. then went to a private Christian college. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to, what's the word? It's hard to understand the way your mind works, considering you are... It probably shouldn't work this way. (laughs) You are a, what I would like to call a non-denominational Christian. Mm -hmm. You have Christian beliefs, but you don't follow Baptist, you don't follow Pentecostal or anything like that. You follow the basic Christian beliefs that you believe in. I'm personally... (laughs) I was... I raised you, and I have always taught you not to poop on other people's beliefs or Uh discount other people's beliefs as they're on, as long as they're not pushing it on you. Yeah. I'm personally agnostic. I believe in a higher power. I just don't believe in any subscribed religion. Yeah. That's my personal thing. And you were raised with me in the household and it didn't affect you becoming a Christian. I didn't dissuade you from it. It's yeah. just that the way you grew up. So your perspective is not skewed to the to the way wrong side, but it's skewed in that you went to a school where abstinence was taught, things like that were taught, where you're not supposed to associate with guys and girls in a close proximity and things no like purpose. that. No and purple? Gets that. Yeah, no purple. What's purple? What's that mean? Red and blue. Oh, No geez. purple. You can't make purple. <laughs> no, okay. Damn, let me Christian let me, saints. let me elaborate on that real quick. So I think what's really interesting too is when I explain to people who are like super duper Christian about you and kind of like how, how I was raised by you, it was very, they find it very interesting and they like want to pick your brain. And when I explain certain things, like I have like ground shattering like Fundament, like fundamentally groundbreaking, like ideas that would like I know would kill certain like people in yeah. their faith because it's just like how do you wrap your head around that? And like obviously I, I don't share yeah, those. No. Like, that's just rude, uh, in my opinion. And I think it's very interesting too. Like explain the fact that my faith is just what I choose, what I choose to believe in. Like I tr- strictly choose that faith, and I grew up around it, 
and I like the culture that it's around and I like the values that can be brought out with its teachings if it's done appropriately. Mm-hmm. And so I think when holding on to it too strongly, it becomes it becomes a nuisance uh, in the sense that a lot of people hold on to it and they choose to pick certain values and make uphold them a lot more than others, which kills me because there's literally like the Bible. It has rules and then tells you, hey, act like this guy. And then it has four books that tell you what that guy does. Yeah. And everyone just, I guess, forgets the fact that the whole entire thing is like you want to be more like uh, Jesus. And there's four books that explain how Jesus does Jesus. And then everyone just kind of goes, yeah, so uses those books strictly for gospel and slash evangelism. And then really kind of neglects their other uses, mm-hmm. especially like in the bigger picture. Yeah. Like when you go to big churches, it's more of just like, follow Jesus, not try your best to become Jesus. Like literally Christian, when it was first used, was like as an insult to say like little Christ. Mm-hmm. So... And that, in terms of that, I think it's very interesting how people effectively use their religion instead of trying to follow it, in the sense that a lot of people, especially at where I go to school, will use it as kind of like a, like leverage. Like, oh, I'm this kind of major, and I, I read my Bible this much, and so girls who are like, want a Christian guy, they'll like seek that. But these guys are pretty much just like, uh, yeah, those guys bags. are brought up to seek Christian females to well, be with. Here's the thing though. It's a lot of these guys. I have two in my mind in particular are just like actual douchebags, like wear tank tops. So like their nipples are literally popping out every three seconds, go to the gym for six hours a day and come around. And like, what I find funny is when they realize they're not really getting any actual like girl interaction, like in any sense. And they really don't see anything like, positive coming out of anything or they're not getting any girlfriends or moving any any direction with a girl and they're wondering why so they try and focus double down on what they're doing which like there are times where you should double down but then there's other times you need to realize like maybe me doubling down on the same thing for the past 12 years has been a mistake and maybe i should try and you know learn something too yeah well Well, i mean it's a matter of perspective because maybe they think what they're doing is working for them maybe they're getting the type of attention and like but it's just not going far enough yeah yeah and they, they need to tweak it just a little bit yeah instead of abandoning all hope Okay. It's true. like, okay, have a friend, have a couple of friends, been in love with the same person for years. All right. So you've been working hard towards this goal. Mm-hmm. And if you can't reach that goal, then you feel those last couple of years were wasted chasing this goal. Okay. So you double down at the end, especially when you think it's coming to an end, you yeah. double down and you hang on even longer. That's why bad marriages, bad relationships, Bad businesses last a long time because people tend to double down thinking they can fix a problem, but they never really fix anything. Yeah, and I think I think that's where like a, per- a perspective shift is really important because when people usually, I think that's what's interesting about taking like different like taking on different like uh, being a jack of all trades instead of a master of one mm-hmm. uh, is because once you get to see those different aspects and then kind of take those perspectives, it lets you have like a more full like well-rounded idea of like a situation and allows you to like process your thoughts a little bit better because if you're in something that's bad like there's obviously like the initial like first two or three thoughts of like this is going bad how should i fix it should i just like power through or do i pull all the way back when if you really take a second to like step back and take look a step at back it. and look at it you can have a way more like okay there's way more options just two. like i could obviously i could bring it up in this way and like when you boil it down maybe there is only two options mm-hmm. but how you go about those two options could drastically affect the exactly. outcome so, well, just like you said in your last podcast, telling a girl, you want this dick, <laughs> you know, after a good date. Yeah. I know that's not what was said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just yeah, paraphrasing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 
But you tell a girl after, you know, you have a good date with her and you have a good time. You want this dick versus I think we should hang out again and maybe we can do something more. Yeah, there's there's like there's definitely ways of pulling across your intentions, mm-hmm. but to make them seem way more uh, palpable. Like, I think that's a big thing with just like religion or anything in general is taking very large, complicated, complex ideas like let's say it's quantum physics and then putting it into like a starburst and then giving it to you mm-hmm. where like you pop, you love starburst you're gonna eat a starburst yeah pop a starburst in your mouth and it's just delicious and you can you can actually like contain that i think a better analogy would be just taking a concept of like relationships and love and it's a big myriad yeah it's, yeah it's okay love there's you being in love with someone you loving someone you having love for someone yeah that's the three versions of love i look at it the most okay 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 it sounds weird but i'm in love with you Okay. Because you are my life and I don't know what the hell I do without you. Homo. Yeah, no homo. <laughs> no homo. But, <laughs> pause. <laughs> uh, fast forward. Um, <laughs> keep going. Just keep going. Double down. No, keep going. But understand, the closest people in my life I'm in love with, mm-hmm. I, I love them to death. They're the people that I would ride or die for. Yeah. And there's people I love. They're people that are my close friends that are, you know, in my tribe. People I have love for. People I meet that I have a connection with that... That goes beyond just, you know, somebody, just somebody to me. Mm-hmm. And then I have people I associate with. Those are and then in each individual one of those concepts is a myriad of things. Yeah. So like taking a quantum physics and putting the Starbucks, you got to take. Oh, like you said earlier, when it comes to um, well, master of all trades. I know there's multiple flavors yeah, of Starbucks. Exactly. And then you get to the sour ones and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. It gets wild. But you have to be when it comes to. Being a, your emotions, you have to be a jack of all trades. Yeah. You have to be able to understand the way someone feels who is loved and lost and someone who, I mean, you have to go through these experiences. That's why typically people, not to put down people at your age, don't really understand anything. Like I t- I've told you this before. I didn't know what love is till you were born. Mm. Yeah, I loved your mom, but I understood it when you were born because unconditional love is a very rare thing to find. Yeah. Even with parent to child. So when I met you, I was like, fuck, this is what love is. This and nigga I, dope. <laughs> He's going to be the greatest. Just pooping himself, and I'm cool with that. <laughs> All right. But, uh, I can't wait till he's 80 and he's still pooping. So. <laughs> I ain't going to be around. Shoot. Uh, 20, dog. You'll be 100. You'll be fine. Yeah, hopefully. But no, just, I didn't know then. So I lived my life 21 years thinking I knew what love was. Then I met you, and I was like, oh, shit, this is what yeah. love is. Okay. And... It's kind of a topsy-turvy thing because I compare my love for you to if I fall in love with someone new mm-hmm. or someone different, I have to compare it to, because this is what my vantage point is, it's Noah, so yeah, my vantage point is that, so that's what I compare it to. It's like, do I even like this person enough to say I love them? Yes. If I love them, how much do I love them? Mm. I put it in terms of the most horrible terms. I say, I love my son. I will burn the earth for him. Okay. I love someone else, like my best friend. I love her, and I will create mass genocide for her. You know, I'll kill a small country for her. I mean, it's a disturbingly yeah. horrible things to say, but to put them in that context, I would take this earth Putting away. Putting in a very destructive context. Yeah, exactly. Yes. But that's it. You know, you're my son. My earth revolves around you. Yeah, yeah. So, putting to put it, it into, to put it into better terms, real quick. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's just say, for someone that you fully do truly believe in and love in. Like put believe that you love with all yourself. Mm-hmm. You'd be willing to complete all of your college courses in a day. But for someone that you kind of love, or you're not like you you like the, the next level down, you do it in a week. 
and then the disseminating time gets a little bit further. You don't yeah, get yeah, as much. Yeah, there, yeah, there's yeah. room for error. Yeah. Right. And but for the like, average person, I just finish in a st- standard you, you, you calendar year. You do the yeah. whole. You do the whole. The whole semester. Right. Basically, so that's, that's, like, that's the nicest that's, way of putting it. Yeah, yeah that's how it goes. And yeah. so that's like that's a very uh, applicable way of putting. Yeah, it. Yeah, it's a very. <laughs> that's a very nice way of putting it but but yeah you know my mind it doesn't think in the <laughs> yeah, most that's, that's yeah how, that's how it's been and i think the other thing too with that is perspective plays a large part in anyone's mm-hmm. life yes and i think that's like one thing that a lot of people struggle with is having um like odd perspectives or just being stuck in a certain perspective and not being able to, to allow themselves Expand to it. see things from mm-hmm. different uh ideas and that's where you get a lot of times where people just kind of argue with you and hitting one point and you may be talking to them from like several different points but they're still only hitting one yes of course uh, it's like a religion some people when you challenge what they believe or challenge what they think they believe then you're challenging them and what they know and they rather not be corrected they rather be right what's funny is like even when it comes to religion like no one knows you can you can say you know but like the whole idea behind religion is that you don't know and that you have faith in the fact that you don't know and that this is right it's not how people portray it though yeah but like the whole the whole entire the book the bible Mm -hmm. whole shebang Literally is predicated on the fact that you have faith that it works. Mm-hmm. Like the faith that that is how it went down. Like you have to, at some point, take that leap from I know things to I don't know this and take it for what it is. Mm-hmm. Same thing with anything. Like anything you believe in, even if yeah. you're an atheist, you have to have some faith of belief. Like <laughs> That's the point. That's to say, atheists, no matter what. Atheists have no faith. Yeah, they have a faith there is no God. That's their exactly, faith. like they believe in something that they cannot fully know. Exactly. That is basically all faith is. is you, you know how I am about that. Take that I can't job. be atheist because I don't know enough to be. Atheist. Exactly, like there's, just, there's, there's so many things you don't know enough yeah. about to be able to say that you know everything is. And so. I have friends who are atheists. I have friends who are Lutheran. I have friends who are devout you're Christians. Dead, you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but you know what I mean. I my my tribe consists of people of pretty much a broad religious background. Yeah. But they're in my tribe, and they're people who love and care for me. I know that because they've done things for me that I makes them assure that they're people who love me. Yeah. But that's why I'm like I'm agnostic. Like I said, friends Lutheran, friends Christian, uh, friends an atheist. But we all get along so well because we don't push our beliefs onto each other. We just talk about general things in life. We don't talk about politics and religion mostly because mm-hmm. uh, not all of us are. You guys aren't on the same page, and that'll that'll end up causing like conflict. Yeah, but like when you guys understand that there are certain points of conflict, and you guys are able to avoid them, avoid them, and then still be able to hang out like that. That shows maturity to it. You've hung out with my friends. I mean, yeah, yeah. And I think it's just a motley crew. There's like there's a there's a maturity that comes with being able to understand that this is the time I need to talk about this. Mm -hmm. This is the time I shouldn't. Yeah, and I think that also goes into kind of what you were saying. Like, let's go back into the guys and girls thing. Mm -hmm. There's a time and a place for you to say something. Yes. And especially, let's say uh, I'm interested in somebody and we go on a date and I know they hate uh, talking about cats. They hate cats. Mm -hmm. And I'm not, I shouldn't bring up cats. Yeah. There's no, there's no point. Right. But I know she loves dogs. I have a cute dog picture. You know, why don't I pop that out? Like, that's a good play. Even if I like cats, let's say I love cats, you know, go to your audience. You should just, you know, effectively, <laughs> I just threw my phone, sorry. Yeah. Uh, effectively, you should just communicate to your audience. And I think a lot of people struggle with uh, wanting too much for themselves and being selfish and not being able to allow themselves to take a, that step back and go, you know what, I'm pretty good. Let's just see what this other person needs. Yeah. Yeah. And I think kind of to elaborate on my ideas yesterday, 
or just to kind of give you the base shell of it is guys make a lot of mistakes guys could do a lot better with just not worrying about themselves and being so selfish and desiring so much and just being able to get that 90 to that 90 percent project finish mm -hmm. level and then being able to go okay cool i'm pretty good let's see what i can do with somebody else instead of being at that 50 percent and being like maybe if i get that that nice 50 percent from somebody else i'll be complete when like really you shouldn't be seeking like full completeness you should be seeking one day to just grow you should be seeking growth not completeness to play devil's advocate here um okay yeah, actually yeah, she, in she, your she, age group um you're not gonna no one's gonna be i mean you are a rare specimen of a person because I raised you in such a way where I always taught you to pay attention and look yeah, around. Yeah, life gave me the... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. No, but um, I gave you the, that, that, the little bit of toolbox I had at the time and you're expecting other people your age to be in your category. The 90 percenters or the people that are getting to 90% or they want to be... 50% and they want to try to find somebody else that's 50% so they can be 100% and that's not how it works. That. Yeah, understanding yeah. of that. But... Most people don't reach the 90% point until their 30s, late 30s, early 40s. Mm -hmm. So you said growth and learning. You do that by interacting with other people. Yeah, you okay. do that by screwing up. Mm -hmm. And these guys are going to screw up a lot. Now, if they're screwing up and not paying attention, okay, yeah, then they're not going to learn anything. They're going to be guys my age. That's where my issue lies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. guys my age that are still playing high school games who peaked in high school who think that, you know, negging a girl... So for dumb. people that don't know what negging is, talking to her negatively with a positive connotation, like you have a a dress on, it's too short for you. It's a very nice dress, but it's too short, and she might question as to why. You know, stupid things like that you do to get a woman's attention. Also, one overall, uh, talked about that in the last podcast, mm -hmm. talking about how uh, guys will kind of like the idea behind guys making fun of girls uh -huh. is so that later on they'll think about them. Yeah, like that's kind of the idea. Is like if you're thinking about them, that's usually just even if it's bad or good, me being on your brain is like a good thing in all senses. It can be, it can be. So. That's why, like, if I make fun of you, then like, you go back home and you're thinking about it. Then you're thinking about me. Next thing you see me, you have something to prove. Da, da, da. Uh, it's like it's it's marketing. It's basic marketing. Yeah. You see a, you see something long enough, you become see interested. You need in. fix a need. Exactly. <laughs> you see something long enough, you might want to buy it. Yeah. You know, you see enough Instagram posts, Facebook posts about a certain coat or jacket or T-shirt. You're like, oh, that's cool. I'll cool. buy that. Yeah, I'll buy that. Same thing. If some guys play that game where they keep themselves in your mind. Women do it are expertly at doing oh, yeah. that. Women, women play the emotion game. Women also are buns because they they try and do the whole friendship thing, and that's fun. Well, no, no. See, uh, at your age group Ooh. is dangerous well, because can, just, can, I, can I elaborate on that real quick? Yeah, go ahead. Go so ahead. I think the thing when I mean that is not like girls should never try and be guys' friends. I think the fact that guys are in a position where they fail and also don't learn from it, and then you have girls who are consistently trying to just be friends. Mm -hmm. In that context of a situation where you have guys who are just kind of not learning from their past situations or not trying to improve, and then girls who are kind of feeding into that by just being friends, which allows that guy to think that there's something more than that, mm -hmm. and he's still not learning from it, and that cycle kind of continues, I think that's where the biggest issue is for me, because I see that happen frequently. Well, in that particular type of situation, what usually happens is the guy's into the girl. Yeah, 100%. And the girl is not into the guy. Nope. She might even so much as say it. But she doesn't, her actions don't match her words because exactly. she's still like treating him like a brother, which in her mind, this is just my brother. In his mind, I'm getting it in. 
Yeah. And, they, and a lot of guys try to white knight it. I'm going to hang around long enough until she loves me. Yo, dumb. Yes, that's the silliest thing ever. Yo, but see, but, here's the thing. Is like, I'm talking from, like, the other issue is, like, I talk from experience, which kind of sucks. Yeah, yeah. It's a, but, like, experience. <laughs> yeah, like, the thing is, like, yeah. I'm wearing the crown. Exactly. I know. But, like, I think the other thing is that people learn, you will learn best from experience. Mm-hmm. And to steal words from Charlemagne the God, uh, wise men, oh, no, it's uh, great men. I don't remember Just which one. Great men learn from uh, their mistakes. Wise but, like, men learn, from the, learn from the mistakes yeah. of others. Right? Uh, and so, in, in saying that, like, if you're wise and you can pay attention, learn from other people's mistakes and then improve upon yourself. Not saying any anyone in this room does that, seeing how we strictly oh, no, no. from we, our, we, we were, learn from our own mistakes yeah, and that's we how we've learned. gotten so far. Yeah. Like, we're willing to make the mistakes, though. Yeah, we're willing I'm to. I'm willing and, to go up to a woman to I've them. known for six years and be like, you know, I love you, right? <laughs> And for her to sit there and say, cool story, bro. Yeah. Now, she didn't really say that. She was very sweet. Putting but me basically. Down. <laughs> yeah, but basically, yeah. So I'm like, yeah, it kind of hurt, you know. It should, as it should. But it's not something weighing on my mind. That's something I'm thinking about. She's not interested. Cool story. Move on. Mm-hmm. We're still friends. We still talk every once in a while. But I know there's not going to be anything I think that's the us. benefit with age, too. Is situations like that, you guys can kind of go past that. And continue to be friends, and mm-hmm. but like people at my age just think it's the end of the world. Oh, it's like, which is real funny. One of my closest friends in the world. And this was years ago. I had a thing for her and told her. She literally told me, "Cool story, bro." That's right. Not gonna happen. Yeah. And I was like, "All right, bet, bet." Still friends four years later. Yeah. Talk to her every day. And but that's my friend. I also have like exclaimed my emotions to a woman and. I have no interest in being her friend. Mm. And I told her as much as like, I'm not going to be your friend. I want one thing from you. And that's a relationship. And you don't want that. Then no, thank you. Sayonara. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't talk to those people anymore. But and that's, and that's what I think is funny too, is like with maturity, obviously comes levels of, um, Oh no, I could never acceptance. do that. I could never done this at your age. Yeah. And I think the other thing with that is like no one in this room is expecting anyone my age or younger or even slightly older to even be nowhere, anywhere near this point. No. I think the idea is just to express these ideas so that people at this point or before this point can at least get a head start on trying to find it's it. It's just giving themselves the wherewithal to know that... This is an option. Pay attention. No, pay attention to what's going around you. Yeah. If you're falling for somebody or liking somebody because of their pretty face and stuff and they show they did disregard you, don't talk to you, take it as a lesson. Look in the back of your head and be like, okay, she doesn't like me. Move on. Don't hound her. But I'm seeing a big thing with Christian boys is like... They should marry young, love at first sight, blah, blah, blah. That's how they... This is the one. This is the one. This is the one God's put in my place. God's put in my past so I can love her for the rest of her life. And it's no, because she has to like you too. It's not a one-way street. But um, I just... That's that's what I'm noticing from your friends and what you tell me about. Not necessarily your friends, but the guys and the girls you associate with. They're looking for the one, especially the freshman year. They were all like... Either they were going to be single and mingle, or they were, me. yeah, or they were going to try to find their forever person, yeah, because their mom or dad and did it. I have a, my my best friend's parents met at Liberty, and um, at a college, and they're still together to this day, twenty five, thirty years later, and so everybody wants the dream, 
but nobody wants to, I mean, I mean, everybody wants to dream that kind of dream, but not everybody's life's a movie where it, it ends up that way. Is being realistic with your expectations mm-hmm. helps, helps you later on in life handle when things go wrong. If you're realistic and you understand that this is something you want, but the possibilities may, it may not happen and that it doesn't happen, then okay. Like you can be, you can accept that because finding the person you love and like the, your first, your first person and like it going great. Yeah, but you have to realize there's a lot of other things that could go wrong. Like, this is your first time ever doing something. You don't know what you're doing. Like, the first time you ever any did anything, you weren't great at it. And it takes time. And so whether you can you get the person that helps you and, like, allows you to take the time, and they also take time, and you guys work together, great. Mm-hmm. Awesome. You, yo, you, got, you found something that works. Yeah. And, like, don't think that's wrong. But also, if you're going through, like, trial and error, also don't think that's wrong. Plenty of people go through trial and error. That happens all the time. That is honestly the staple of that our is, generation. That is the 99, not the 1%. It's like, yeah, you, you going through heartbreak after heartbreak, understanding why it's not working, and then continuing that cycle happens. And then eventually you might find the right person who's able to kind of sweep you off your feet. But at the same time, I feel like you're still putting yourself in a situation of not being 90-90, but of being less than that. And so... Well, people try so hard to um, put themselves in a position where they're constantly getting their heart broke or constantly going against the grain or against their own thought process. They think it didn't work with them. So I'm going to work with somebody else. But if you keep having the same problems over and over in their different people, then not necessarily the problem is you, but it is you. It may be your choice in people. You might be choosing. There's something, there's some errancy within your, your, your processing. Exactly. What's your processing? Not yeah. necessarily the fact that you're doing anything wrong or you're wrong as a person. You need to change your personality or anything. It's maybe your choice in people. Maybe you're into people that are already taken. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, you keep falling for somebody that's already taken. But it's just the way it works out sometimes. And But you don't notice that. All you notice is the fact, ooh, this person's attractive. I yeah. like them. I want to be with them. Guys and girls. Yeah, this is... A lot of this, this is universal. Go, like, universal. I will say we're just two dudes, so... Yeah, I yeah. have... If we can eventually get a, a, a Famale on the podcast... To that would be stuff, awesome. That would be... Uh, that would be awesome. I have one female in mind, and I think she'll okay. be willing to do your podcast. Also, if you could stop banging everything around in this desk, that'd be fantastic. Sorry, we've been sitting here for how long now? We're looking at a 53. Okay, so I'm fidgety. Forgive me. Yeah, I'm fidgety as well, but I'm not sitting here knocking over glass and smacking the computer and making it I, I, I make big gestures. <laughs> okay. I can't help it. Okay, big guy. <laughs> yeah. Which is ironic, because this man used to be a behemoth, and he has lost quite a bit of weight. Yeah, I did. Yeah, my son wanted to see me You'll not live. be not be fat, so <laughs> live. I lost the weight for him. Quit smoking for him too. Yeah, I hate smoking. Yeah, well, now I do too. Go figure. Yeah, well, I think the biggest issue with smoking is the fact that you know you'll die. Yeah, exactly. You'll die. Oh, you know. You know. Well, I was doing it before you were on this earth, so <laughs> it's kind of hard to quit. Hey, no, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. But hey, look at you now. Look at you now. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, uh, I'm, I'm vaping. I, I got a douche flute. I get that. <laughs> hey, hey, no. Hey, look. I respect the transition from smoking to vaping to eventually one day none. I disrespect just vaping. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> because you're not taking that extra step to kill yourself. <laughs> but you're also not just being a normal human being. So, oh, well, yeah. Yeah, whatever. Uh, but, yeah, I mean... That's what I just wanted to touch on that yesterday because I found a lot of these things very poignant and interesting, but it seems like you were strictly talking from your friend group, your yeah, circle, yeah. which 
is a very isolated circle of people who really never it's left. A sample. This, yeah, it's a it's a truly sample, but it's yeah. a sample of this particular city mm-hmm. and that particular people. But I think what we can do too is just take a broader view of kind of like we'll look at the social. You're not wrong. I've lived all over the world. Yeah, I'm just saying. And it, I think I, you're hundred percent right. Yeah. And I, I definitely should be more careful with the idea of just like spreading that. But I think also taking my sample isn't like a bad idea. But yeah, yeah, I know you're you're not gonna say that like wrong yeah. or right. I think the idea here though is also. If you just kind of pay attention, and if this does apply, then yeah, it will great. apply to almost everybody. But um, from your perspective, you should be careful. Like I, like I was saying earlier, it's from a, a truly Christian perspective. Yeah. And all these kids are raised. Some of them ridiculous. I have a friend who grew up in a household where sex before marriage is is the sinus of all sins. One of their siblings got caught having sex in high school, and they had to go in front of their other siblings and tell them, hey, this is what I did, and just embarrassed them. Embarrassed them to the point of where the other two younger siblings were like, well, I'm never having sex before I get married. And it just ruined them, but people fail to realize it's a part of nature that goes back before Christianity, the physical draw between uh, man-woman, man-man, woman-woman. That physical draw is so strong that you can you can warp someone's sensibilities about sex, about life. Very easily. Very easily. Just Especially because you younger. tell them that they're going to hell and their kind of soul's gonna burn for eternity because or their marriage is gonna fail because they had sex before marriage. Which I think the interesting thing with that is I think parenting's like there's kink. Like, oh here's the thing, right? Yeah, I and I hundred percent understand that trying to raise someone is going to be difficult. I think the thing there you can learn though is basic history and how kings rule and what kingdoms work and what don't and how they rule is essentially they are the parent of that entire nation, mm-hmm. right? And there's ruling by fear, which usually ends up with rebellion. And that rebellion is never a nice rebellion rule by fear now you have good kings who rule and try and treat their people well and respect now those people then in turn respect them treat them kindly and whenever the ruler starts going through troubles the kingdom respects that and they try and help each other out Mm -hmm. and i think just based strictly off just that historical context that can be also bleed into any relationship Mm -hmm. where if you're the head of that relationship or in charge and you decide to treat someone with respect take care and understand that they have issues in their human as well and that if they are doing something wrong you can go correct them appropriately there no, there's no need for you to go in there and be like start yelling and just being angry and vicious when you can sit there and be like hey you're doing this wrong i think you should correct this and maybe there's a better way and they can go oh wow thank you let's let's fix that let's work on that and instead of you know that dictatorship that leads to a better res- like response to your teaching instead of that that kind of that fear that teaching by fear which allows which leads into a place of like a solid gray area of whether they should listen or whether they should try and see what the other side looks like because you're putting such a wall and that's why you see a lot of people wondering whether kids are going with the deep end or why people rebel is because there's never this well-rounded view it's only one side one side one side one side one side yeah. and you never allow someone to go oh huh, i wonder what the other side looks like and when they do you ostracize them yeah, silly in exactly my opinion. but it, um we've talked about this one aspect before is I've always told you, tell me about your childhood and I'll tell you who you are. Hmm. Now, I'm no psychologist or anything, but I've paid enough attention to people and met enough people in my life to where if 
someone's in an abusive household growing up where their parents are yelling at each other and stuff, they assume that's what love is. Even on a subconscious level, they don't know any better. Yeah, but on a subconscious level, it's what they think love is. So whenever they're mad at their loved one, the first thing they want to do is react and, and yell and, and spit vitriol and say the nastiest things to that person. Or even in the worst cases, hit that person. Because they feel, this is how I show my love. This is how much I love you. So it's hard to break that chain without knowing it's there. Yeah. So that's in the context of what you were saying earlier is that, you know, teaching with respect and being respectful to someone. Some people's version of respect is yelling at you till you get my point across. Mm. And that's what makes it hard. And that's why the first time when I'm dating someone after a couple of dates, I always ask them, you know, how was it growing up? Brothers and sisters, yeah. stuff like that. I try to get a little bit of a feel for the person because... To understand who they are. Yeah, because if you grew up in a super Christian household, I know what to expect from your actions. I know to expect you know, certain things. If you grew up in a household where your father was abusive or a cheater, that means you're going to probably look for me to cheat. So you're looking for me to be the same yeah. sad person that you want. It allows you, know, you to understand the other person a lot better. Exactly. And I think that also goes into like you being 90%. Mm-hmm. So once you're 90%, it allows you to take that step outside of your own project. Yeah. And to go browse the science fair. Yeah. And look at everyone else. Like, what if, if, like let's say you're at the science fair, right? And your project wasn't finished. That last day when science fair is coming up, you're just totally worried about your project. Mm-hmm. But if you have it almost done and you're just chilling, you can go browse the projects, have a good time, and enjoy yourself. Yeah. And then you learn a lot more. And so in that aspect of learning a lot more, once you're able to see other people and their side of the story, mm-hmm. and you know your coin... That's the one. That's the one you have, mm-hmm. and you can see. You see your past. You see how it's affected you. Then you can look at other people and go, "Oh wow, I see that you went through this, this, and this, and that's why you act <laughs> like this, this, and this." Wow, coughing on the podcast, unbelievable. I'm no, sorry. anyway, you're fine. Are you okay? Yeah. Um, Old man stuff. Yeah, and mm. so I think just allowing yourself to learn from others, and even if, let's say you're fifty percent, right? And you like you think whatever you think, but you you're fifty percent, and like you just allow yourself to take that step into going, you know what? Let's try and figure things out. Let's try and broaden my perspective. Even at 50%, that allows you to grow still, and that's helpful. No, Not saying that you need to be 90% to then go browse the science fair. Yeah. There's some kids out there who don't finish the project at all at 0% <laughs> and are still out there just grinning, smiling, looking at everyone else's projects. Yeah. So, you know, you, you have to kind of live your own life, and obviously, like, I've lived mine to get to this point, my father's lived his to get to his point. Mm-hmm. And obviously we're at we're at two intersections of life that are different, but there's a lot we've learned that is the same. Mm-hmm. Going to say that you live your life, it'll be vaguely or drastically different, but yet you can still come out with great points and of wisdom. Okay, so you just learn. Uh, life's about not winning and losing because if you didn't get the girl or didn't get the job or didn't get something you wanted, you... Choose to learn from it, not take it as a loss. Choose mm. to look at it as what could I have done differently? What could I have done better? What shouldn't I have not done at all? Should I even said anything? Just look at it as winning or or learning, not winning and losing. Because I've been telling myself that as well as know that it's no losses. You have to learn something. If you're not learning something from it, then it was a waste of your time. And there's no such thing as a waste of time because you only have, so if much. you're lucky, 90 years on this earth. So enjoy it. And I think to add to that, oh, do you have anything else you want to no, say? No, no, go ahead, Bob. Okay, and I think to add to that as well is it's not easy. It's not easy, like, winning and then learning. Like, Mm-mm. when you lose, like, 
that first instinct is definitely like, I lost. Woes me. But when you can get to that point where when you lose and you're able to understand that, okay, this was a loss, how can I effectively change myself to make this a win? As much of a win as possible. Well, not necessarily change yourself, but change... Yourself can be a part of it, yeah. but also look at it as a very broad thing. Maybe not change yourself, but change how you approach the situation. The surroundings, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. know, maybe you approach the girl in a situation where she's around all her girlfriends who think you're a tool, but she actually likes you. Maybe next time you approach her on a solo thing, or you talk to her off to the side. You know, I think I think like also understanding who that person is, like. Yes, if you can get an understanding of a person before you talk to them, that's. Yeah. I'm not saying stalk. Yeah, the yeah, and like I think one of the things I want to go into here as well is like you have to be really careful, especially if you if you don't know yourself well enough to understand how people think of you. Going into situations like that are really scary because if you don't, if people don't understand how you operate, or you don't even understand how you operate, and you get to that point you might try and do something and you might think you're in the green mm-hmm. and you might actually be like far in the red. Like someone might think you're super creepy, but you might think, Hey, I haven't been creepy at all. So you need to understand, like, free, like take a second to like, go online and figure out like, Hey, yeah. what, what, what would, what is creepy? Like what do girls find creepy? Oh, oh you know, want me to define creepy for you? Simply. Uh, yeah, yeah. Go for it. Creepy is if you're attractive or not, if they're attracted to you or not. Okay. Here's my only issue with saying that okay. is when you say that a lot of guys will in turn be like, okay, well then maybe I'm just ugly. And no, then, no, no, yeah, no, no, uh, no, no, exactly. no, 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 I understand what you mean. Yeah. I say if they find you attractive, not pretty, not handsome or something. There's some guys I've met that are tr- Cro-Magnon looking men. <laughs> they look like Neanderthals. No, the missing link. Okay. Not even Neanderthals. <laughs> and because you don't know what they look like. Mm-hmm. But their personalities, there's always, there's somebody for everybody. Well, okay. And here's my thing is like my one caveat okay. to that is that when we put in that perspective, people can just take that out and instead of realizing that no matter who you are, there is at some level work that can be done to get you into good standings. Yeah. And like, even when you like, I did touch on this a little bit, like you, no matter what you like doing, if you own up and accept of who you are yeah, and l- do the that, Lego story, yeah. yeah, you will eventually have people that start surrounding you that are also into the stuff that you're into. You're mm-hmm. definitely not the only one. No. Trust me. Like here, I watch anime. For yeah. a long, a long time, I was like, you know what? I'll put that under a veil. And when I talk about TV shows, I'll hide it. Ha ha. Yeah. But the moment I open it up, there's plenty of people in my life now that I hang out with who know that girl and guys attractive and attractive and are cool with that. And will either a watch it with me, let me talk about it and explain it. Some people don't want to hear it and that's fair, but they're still my friends. Like they're mm-hmm. still not going to, they're not going to, they'll make fun yeah, of me yeah. for it, but like, it's not the end of the world. So accepting of who you are and putting yourself in a position to be around people who accept that is your move. Not saying like if you do something creepy or like people find you creepy, then obviously you should either evaluate yourself and evaluate the situation. Evaluate the situation like maybe you're in a situation like it's really late at night and you're trying to talk to a girl. That's usually not the best context, especially if you they have no idea who you are. If you're a stranger, just, it's a mistake. And then, and, well, to interrupt yeah. you there. And another thing about that is, if they find you creepy and you feel that they find you creepy, bounce. Stay away from them. <laughs> Disappear. Because usually that view of you isn't going to change without a group setting or someone else saying, oh, they're a cool person, they're a decent exactly. person. They come across weird, but they're a decent person. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, guys and girls, because there's some girls Dude, that there's are. There's some creep- wild girls out there. There's some creepers there's out some there. Some wild ones. No and They lie. think they're not, but they Yo, are. Hold on. Let's just. Okay. Uh, we talk a lot about guys. Let's just attack. There are some wild girls out there. <laughs> Can we just get that out real quick? There's some girls who are absolutely wild and. Savages. Savages. They're and, like, savages. obviously, like, 
here's the issue, right? Because we can say that all we want, but obviously we don't know everyone's past. This goes for guys and girls. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna hit this nail hard. <laughs> Some girls out here just shooting shots left and right, and you're you're. What? Yeah. <laughs> what is happening right yeah. now? And obviously, some guys are like, oh, "I wish that happened." Sometimes you really don't. Yeah. Sometimes someone shoots a shot, a three pointer, boom, nothing but net, right? And, and I know then, the crew you roll with; they're well, gorgeous girls, all of them. Hey, 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 hey. hey. No, hey, I mean, just hey, saying. Hey, I'm no hey, pedo. I'm just look, saying. Look, all I'm saying is, you know, <laughs> eyeball. Anyway, <laughs> man, to anyone, any of my friends who listen to this, like you guys, like you're cool. You're cool people, yeah. and we're friends. And if I want to date you, then you'll know that. It's really I mean, that, just really that it's simple. It's really that yeah, simple. I mean, like I'm not I'm not the one who's in here trying to play. <laughs> and if games. you're my friends and you listen to this, you already know how I feel about you. So <laughs> there it and is. there you go. Like for for my age group, the game that I play is I'm gonna I'll make my intentions known if I want to. Yeah. And if I don't, then it obviously is nothing. Yes. It's that simple. Yeah. Um so that being said, I like trying to myself with people that are cool. Yeah. And if I find you cool, you're 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 in the group. If I don't find you cool, then get out. Well, no, you see you <laughs> when it comes to that, you're a little bit more um, lenient. Lenient? Oh, what were you going to say? No, you're a little bit nicer than I am. Uh, yeah, lenient. Nicer than I am cuz I'm like if I don't like you, guess what? Deuces. Yo. I'm polite to a point. I'll well, there's be there's a level you. where you need to be nice and respectful to everybody. Well, I have friends that, you know, I don't get along with their boyfriends. Their boyfriends hate my guts. And their girlfriends hate my guts. But. You balling. Yeah, but I don't disrespect them. I never talk down about anybody's significant other. And that's not not fair of you to put them in that position. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't ever. And if they ask me about them, I say, yeah, I don't want to talk about that because, you know. Yeah, you're just like, hey, that's not. There's there's nothing good for me to say. Yeah. So. Classic cliche saying. Yeah. If there's nothing good to say, say nothing at all. But it's true. It's true. I live my life by it. Cliches, it's like some cliches are cliches for a reason. All I'm saying is if, especially like if you like somebody, guy or girl, there's no reason to talk down about other people. No, I don't, I feel no reason to. I mean, if I don't like somebody, it's constructively why I don't like somebody. Yeah, and there's, there's, there's logic behind it. There's yes, not, there's, there's not, not just, just like, oh, they just, man, they just didn't say hi to me that day. Like, yeah. no, like, okay, look, if you really want me to explain it to you, this, this, and this makes me see them in this light. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm not going to associate with them. Now, I'm not going to go in depth or anything. I just want to let you know that. Yeah. Like, cool. Be respectful to everybody and their standings. You don't want to, you know, just blow people out of the water. Like, that's just terrible. That, A, doesn't look good for other people and then looks terrible for you. Yeah. Because you just get known as that guy and then no one's going to want to associate with you if they know you're just going to be a terrible human being. Yeah, I mean, don't keep secrets and don't talk crap behind people's back. Now, obviously, tell the truth. But No, no. If you're going to tell the truth, tell it to that person's face as well as everybody else. Boom. If you're going to say it. Don't just say it just to say it behind their back. Then when they come up to you, you're like... Oh, well, I didn't really say that. I don't know what Don't you're talking about. be fake. We'll yeah. save this one for a different topic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this will be another conversation, but... But, um... Okay, let's... Let's... We're going, we're going on long, so we're going we're gonna to wrap it all the way around up. Basically, this podcast is a podcast where we'll obviously go in... This is a purely, honestly the perfect introduction. You get yeah. to see kind of... Hopefully, later in the future, we'll have a little bit more um, constructed and slash, like, uh, focused yes. conversations. This yes. one was pretty all over the place with, like, a very thin line through all of it kind of connecting it. Yeah. But... This is the My Mom Thinks Uncute podcast, where we have interesting dialogue. Hopefully, you guys find it interesting as well. And if you guys want to join on the conversation, there is Instagram, uh, iTunes, comment it up. Uh, especially as of now, I know there's not going to be thousands of listeners, so <laughs> feel free. I'll, I'll try my best to reach back out and talk to your, like, your questions. If you guys want to also shoot up questions just for later on the podcast, do that on the Instagram. Yeah. That'd be phenomenal. But this is just kind of the showing of like what it'll be about. Beginning... We have a nice little introduction. 
whatnot. Hopefully, if there's a guest on here, we can have a back and forth. And usually, if we have a guest on here, it'll be more of a, a constructed conversation, like I was saying. But with me and my dad, we'll, we'll try and do more constructed, but sometimes we get a little off the rails, yes. which is fun. Hopefully, you guys do enjoy this. Um, like I said, you can find us on iTunes. We'd have a YouTube, which hopefully we'll have some stuff posted on there soon. And we also have the Instagram, so hit those three up. Uh, obviously, listening is iTunes only, so uh, enjoy that. But thank you guys so much for listening. If you made it this far, uh, you're, you'll be a dedicated cutie now. Part of the My Mom Thinks I'm Cute uh, podcast crew. And uh, thank you guys for listening. Are there anything you anything you want to add to this, Faja? I love you, buddy. <laughs> I, love I you hope too. this works out for you. And yeah. um, bye, cuties. Deuces.